All right, we're recording. How you doing today, Eric? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for joining me on the podcast, man. It's uh, it's always an honor when somebody comes from a different city yes. or uh, somewhere other than Lansing to do the podcast because it, it shows me that I'm I'm getting out there and I'm slowly making waves. That's right. Thank you so much for having me on too. I definitely appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Your story uh, sounds riveting. Um, you were you you lost a lot of weight you were over 550 pounds correct? correct and then what are you at now uh right now i am currently at 190 wow that is insane yeah it's, it's pretty cool man i mean you know just going through that process of getting your mind together first and mm -hmm. then just going for it i i would imagine that it's a thing of like getting your mind right but then when you're that big it's got to be so difficult as well like it's not just like mind over matter it's always it's also the physicality of it like just trying to like just like struggle through it i guess it was tough it was tough i'm gonna be honest with you um there were there were times where you know of course you just want to just quit you're like what am i doing here yeah you know then you ask yourself that same question like okay how did I get here in the first place? You know? Mm. So you ask yourself that question. I'm like, okay, so if I do quit, I mean, I would never get to the point to where I need to be. So that's where I was at, man. In my mind, I'm like, okay, I know I could do much better than what I'm doing now. So I needed to buckle down and really just get to that point to where I really wanted to be. How did you, what do you think uh, got you to that point? Um, Actually, I lost my job. <laughs> I lost my job and, um, Man, it was it was tough, you know, just didn't have any income coming in. Where'd you uh, work? Um, I was in wireless communications okay. at, at that previous time. So uh, the, the position was actually pretty good. I was kind of climbing up the mountain, the, the, the ladder a little bit as far as with my uh, career. Uh, so I got to the point to where I was like, OK, I can see some I can see some growth. And when they laid me off, it was just like, oh, man, here we go. You know, yeah, it was tough. How was long tough. ago was that? That was probably about 10 years now. Wow. Yeah, it was about 10 years. But, you know, when you're married and, you know, you, you, you're trying to provide. Right. Trying to provide. So you get to that point to like, okay, here we go. I, I have to, I have to do something. I have to do something. But nothing actually came through. You know, you talk about, you know, sending out resumes. You talk about trying to, uh, get in touch with people contacts and thinking you know like okay something should come through shortly yeah and nothing really came through man so it it, it puts you into a state of depression now you're from the detroit area I correct am. how difficult what is the economy like there i mean because like here in lansing the auto industry is big i mean you have some insurance companies you have the state of michigan you have um msu like you know some of those businesses so that's kind of like our local economy so like the economy revolves around mainly i guess the auto industry true um what about detroit what is or your livonia area that's where you're from that's well i'm from detroit but I, okay. I live in livonia right now um but yeah it's pretty much the same i mean you know growing up in detroit motor city yeah capital so you have your big three you have your big three you know for chrysler gm and um the economy in detroit now is actually probably doing better than years ago you know um, so you see the growth, you go downtown, you see the growth, um, you see, especially when the, the Pistons and the Lions moved mm, back, yeah. built the stadium. So you see a lot of growth with, throughout the city. You see a lot of, when you see the cranes going up, 
you know, <laughs> condos, homes, brand yeah. new homes. You know, you're talking about three, four, five hundred thousand dollar homes. Wow. Uh, so it's it's looking good. The city is looking real good right now. We went down there um, around Christmas time. They had the, uh, I don't remember what it's called. It was like a park and then you could go in. It was free. And they had mm -hmm. um, like just different winter event, like uh, things for kids to do and stuff. Probably Beacon Park, if I'm not mistaken. It was right downtown. Yeah. Um, they had like the ice skating rink and then they had oh, like a yeah. whole like shopping thing set up. And mm -hmm. uh, it was pretty cool. Like there was a lot of people there. And I'm like, man, this is this feels like it's hustle and bustle down here. Like this is what's happening. Yeah. You can see it. I mean, you can see it. Uh, corporations are moving back to the city. Um, you know, like I said, you can see the growth. It looks good. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how old you are, but were you, did you ever witness any of the Detroit and like the G the auto industry moving out of there and how it kind of just fell apart? Sure. Yeah. I was actually, uh, you know, just growing up in the city. Um, you saw the ups and downs. Yeah. You saw how the city was up at one point, you know, growing up, and then you saw the decline. So now you can actually see that, you know, the increase, people are moving back to the city. Uh, it's it's exciting. It's exciting for to see people moving back to the city and just to see the growth. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a it's always a shame to see something like so so significant just crumble. Right. And you you can witness that when you drive through and see some of the old neighborhoods and everything. You know, the crazy part is when you do drive through some of the older neighborhoods and you're like, man, you know, you, you see a lot of uh, new things that are just popping up. You know, mm. I've seen churches that have, have turned into coffee shops. Oh, wow. You know, you see a lot of different things that are, that are very unique you know, things of, of that nature. So right. uh, it's interesting just to see how these, uh, you know, just the thought process and see how people are really just coming back to the city and they're spending a lot of money. That's very cool. Yeah. That's very cool. And it's promising for people that live there. Yes. Now, did you end up finding something, uh, a better job at, at a point, another point? Well, right now I'm, I'm, I'm educated. So okay. I'm teaching and it's fun. You know, I'm, I'm at the point now to, I don't really look at the uh, the corporate dollar amount. <laughs> <laughs> the teaching doesn't pay, pay it's, right? It's not in that same bracket. <laughs> it's definitely not in that same bracket. But, you know, on the other hand, you look at it, you're like, I'm, I'm educating um, young kids, you know, uh, definitely more so young African-American kids. And it's in, I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time with them. They enjoying me as far as uh, just building relationships yeah. uh, with the kids, with the parents and uh, <clears throat> just getting them to learn, you know, to learn and, and to be able to be successful in this life. Yeah, absolutely. That I mean, being a teacher is one of the most beneficial things that you could do as a, for young people. Yeah. I mean, cause like some of the most influential people in my life have been teachers, people that I, that had taught me like through high school and still to this day, some of the lessons they taught me stuck, still stick with me. That's true, man. I mean, you know, I, I've seen it growing up. My mom retired as a okay. teacher, counselor, Detroit Public Schools. So wow. I, I kind of got that background. I got the itch. <laughs> right. I was like, okay, well, let me, let me just go in this direction. And so far, so good. Very cool, man. Yeah, it's cool when you can influence people. Yes. When you can be that positive reinforcement in their lives. Because you don't know what they're going through at home. That's true. And when they come, sometimes when they come to your class, that's an escape from reality. So true. That is so true. And, um, you know, 
what I what I try to do is when I come in, I just try to make sure I'm that positive force. Yeah. You know, just come in and excited to learn. Like, look, this is what we're gonna do today. And just kind of go from there. Let the day go. And if it, if there's complications that come up throughout the day, you know, we just we just let it go and and see how we can fix it, you know. Well, I could imagine if they hear about your story, it's gotta be extremely inspiring to them to know that you don't have to give up on anything. That's true. Yeah, and you can true. overcome whatever it is. That's so true. You know, um, you know, kids nowadays are a little different than what, what they were when <laughs> I was growing up. But, How so? Man, <laughs> man, I mean, they they could they could be tough on you. You know, yeah, yeah, I could imagine <laughs> kids are pretty tough. I know we were tough. You know, just right. coming up, but yeah, kids nowadays they're kind of tough. So you have to kind of match that same energy right. in a positive way. Right. Yeah. Um. At what point did you start your weight loss journey and how did you, how did you manage to lose all that weight? Um, I started, man, you know, I saw my wife and her girlfriends and they were doing five uh, K's and oh, wow. having fun. I was just like, man, this looks like fun. I need to get myself together. <laughs> it's, funny you know? that. it's like fun. <laughs> I was like, this is, all right. Right. You know, and it's funny now because see now I can do a five K, you know, it, it doesn't take a lot of effort to do it. Now. Right. So, right. You know, I'm looking at it. I'm like, man, this is this. They, they look like they're having fun. They're excited. I said, I really, really need to try to get to that point to where I can do this, you know. Um, so it kind of started from that point. But even after that, for me personally, I just had to, again, get my mindset. Um, I literally got off of social media for two years. I had to, wow. to, to, to really focus like, okay, so God, where do you want me to go with this? You know, what, yeah. what do you want me to do that I can not only benefit me, but inspire other people to be able to, you know, be in the best shape of their life. So, I mean, I even looked at my, looked at myself the other day. I tried on my letterman jacket from high school. It's too big. Wow. You know? So, I mean, I'm just, and so then we, were you always a big, Big I guy? was always kind of on the, okay. you know, on the big, bigger side, but never to that, you know, to the 550. Actually, it was more than 550. It was like 562 or something. Wow. Like yeah. So when you get to that point in life, man, it's like, and then I was on crutches. I was on crutches for five and a half years. Those were, wow. those crutches were literally my legs. Whoa. Um, you know, just being able to get to that point and not being able to do anything. Yeah. You know, you're in the smoke, you're in you're in the house all the time and the, the walls just continuously were caving in. Um and just didn't see any any light at the tunnel. Mm. So, you know, like I said, it started in the mind. I I cut off uh social media for two years. Um, just really just kind of got myself focused, like, okay, this is this is it's gonna be a challenge, but you're gonna have to go through it. Um, at that point, that's when I did the uh, gastric bypass surgery because even at that, I mean, I'm like what five seven to five eight, right? So right. I'm not tall, yeah. And there was just a lot of pressure on my joints. Uh, you had, uh, you know, like I said both knees replaced, left hip replaced. Wow. So I've had a lot of work done. Wow. This was prior to you losing all that weight. Yeah. Well, you know either going through the, the weight loss surgery, yeah. you know, I had to, first I had to find an actual doctor that can do the surgery. Is it that, is it difficult to? Um, 
I mean, you know, you have to do your research. Yeah. You have to do your research. Cause I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good doctors out here. So you want to make sure that you match up with the one that's right for you. Cause the first time I think I went to about three or four different doctors. Okay. You know, I did the whole consultation, the three, four hour, um, you know, workshops that they have, they were all good. But at the end of the day, you just want to know your question is how many patients have you lost on that table? Oh, you know, that's, that's really the, the bottom line. Yeah. What was so, their answers? Um, you know, a couple of them said three, four. You know, <gasps> I mean, regardless, just the, the, the percentage, you what just, is, what is the risk? Like what? Risk, um, at that point, it depends. Well, you know, of course it depends on how many surgeries they've actually done compared to how many, you know, patients they've lost. So, um, but you know, each year I'm sure technology, everything gets better, right. You know, through time. So, uh, it was just something, like I said, I had to find out. And then even with some of those doctors, they were like, Hey, can you lose 50 pounds? Can you lose 75 pounds? I'm like, well, no, if I could do that, I probably wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> you know, if I can get to that point, I would, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. So I had to find that specific doctor um, that had the knowledge, the background, the, you know, the expertise. Right. Um, so I found that particular doctor and he was able, he's like, hey, let's, let's do it. I said, okay, let's go for it. You know, I prayed about it. And I was like, all right, let's go. And um, it took some time, you know, you have to go through the process. You got to go through the psych, psychiatric valve. You got to go through all that. You got to go through yeah. the testing, you know, all that right. different type of right. stuff. So um, it worked out. It was, um, so I had a uh, Chris Murphy on the podcast mm -hmm. and he had talked about how, when he had the surgery, he needed to, I think he said he had to lose some weight, Okay, but he ended up losing like 130 pounds or something like that. Okay. And I was like, if you could do that, yeah. why would you have the surgery? But his answer was, was that he, he didn't trust himself mm. and he knew that if he had lost all that weight, that his mental health wasn't quite there to where he, he feels like he would fall back into it. Yeah. And you know, I've, I've had that problem once before, even prior to the surgery. I mean, I lost weight, gained it back, gained even more. Right. So, um, <clears throat> again, it's, it's, it's all a mental, uh, it, it, everything is in your mind. Yeah. And really just staying motivated, you know, because even though I'm at the point to where I'm just maintaining right now, you still got to stay motivated because yeah. it's so easy to, you know, just, uh, okay, I'm just going to go here and grab something to eat real quick. You, know, <laughs> right. you, you still have to keep in mind, yeah. you know, you still got to be mindful of yeah. the foods that you eat. So how do you stay motivated? What do you, what kind of things do you do to help motivate yourself? I listen to shows like yours. I, you know, definitely, uh, do different um, podcasts, uh, different motivational speak speeches. Um, that definitely helps you be the best you could possibly be, right? When you are having to be, kind of be in the forefront of other people, yes. you know, you, you obviously wrote a book. And so like, if you're giving a speech or you're on a podcast, mm -hmm. you kind of have to like be living proof of your story. <laughs> so yeah, like true. if you were to show up at 350 pounds, people would be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I find that when I, um, Cause like one of the big things I talk about on the podcast is like fitness and like, mm -hmm. uh, just being in shape and, uh, 
those kind of things. So like I that helps motivate me because I'm like, I can't get fat. Yeah. If I get fat, people aren't going to listen to me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, you know, the, the other thing, too, that motivates me, too, is when you see when you're working out and you you may not think you're doing much, you know, you're like, OK, I'm doing this and I'm I, I'm going through this process every day. I'm going to the gym, you know, things like that. I've started swimming. Oh, wow. And and even when you do it, you're like, OK, uh, it's just okay. But when other people start noticing, mm-hmm. they're like, I can tell. And I'm like, oh, okay. So let me just get, keep going. You know, <laughs> right, let me keep this thing right. going. So uh, it, it really, that motivates you as well, just to keep moving, you know? And when somebody sees you like that, they don't, you don't realize how that helps other people. Mm-hmm. Like you just think it's like, you're just doing it for yourself. But when other people see it, it helps inspire and motivate them. True. Um, that's one thing I've realized when uh, I've posted stuff on social media. I don't think anybody pays attention. And then people will be like, dude, you inspired the crap out of me. And I'm exactly. like, I'm like, really? Like yeah. I do? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. But no, it's really cool. It's inspiring to other people. It is. It is. And like I said, even when uh, me pulling up your information and uh, I actually found out through another podcast and I'm just like, oh, okay, this one is, this one is pretty cool. I mean, cause you know, you have quite a few podcasts out there. But yours hit home. So I definitely appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. I love hearing stories of people that <clears throat> those are my favorite stories. People who whose life was completely fucked up. Yeah. And then yeah. they just completely turned it around. Man. It's like because that's one thing I talk about a lot is like you are not your mistakes. And a lot of people who uh, you know, are that overweight, they they feel like there's no there's no way to to overcome that. They're, they feel like that's them forever. Yeah. And they don't have to let that be them. Yeah. I had that same mindset. Man. And I mean, it was, uh, when I first started working out, I never forget walking around the track on crutches. Wow. You know, I remember when I first went to the gym and how I was getting into the swimming pool and how they actually lured me into the pool. Wow. You know, I had to sit in this chair and they lower you in so you can, you know, just start doing some kind of lower movement. Yeah. And uh, it was tough because, you know, of course, you got the entire gym looking at you, you know, side eye and things right, like that. Right. So, I mean, you know, you have to block that stuff out. You have to block that stuff out. But for a mind. lot of people, that could be crippling. It could be. That could be enough yeah. for them to not want to go back. Yeah. Because the first time I walked around the track, I literally walked around one time. And I was like, okay, I'm done. Wow. Yeah, I'm done. But uh, the next day, just got up, did it again. I think I did maybe two laps. So I just, Kept, kept going yeah just a little bit here a little bit there i didn't try to overdo it um i met a couple guys at the mall uh, a couple couple guys at the mall that were we would meet up at the mall and do you know the, the walking with the seniors and all that so uh that was kind of cool got you know really cool with those guys and um you know you see these people every day and they're encouraging you as well yeah, you yeah. Know, even though I'm on crutches. Right. It's still by your side. I watched the video that you sent me um, of uh, all the, all the different people. It was your testimonies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that um, they, it was, it was cool because there were so many of them mm-hmm. and then they all had something similar to where they met you like at the gym yeah. and they, they witnessed your transition. And I'm just like, man, that's so cool. Yeah. It was so cool. cool to see. It's pretty cool. Like I said, those same people and, and others, they keep you motivated. They keep you want to go, you know, yeah. keep going and just keep pushing forward. Right. I don't want to go back. 
No. I don't want to go back. It, it was too. It was too hard. It was that was a dark time, you know. Well, what's your quality quality of life like now compared to how it was then? Oh man, totally different. Totally different. I can do things now that I couldn't even think about doing. I think I talked about that um, not too long ago, where my, my wife's birthday and she wanted to do skydive. Mm. So you know, we went out to San Diego. And did some skydiving, and I was like, I don't know if I'll do that again. But uh, <laughs> it was her birthday, so I was like, All right, we're well, cool. We'll, uh, I'll jump know. out of a plane and possibly die for your birthday. Oh, my goodness, man, <laughs> man, that was uh, it, it was something I could say I could check off my my bucket list. You know, I did yeah. it, but I don't think I'd have to do it again. <laughs> but it was, you know, like I said, it was it was cool. It was it was for uh, it was her for her birthday. That's but cool. you know, you think about it, so they weigh you before you get on that that plane you yeah know? you have to have on all that equipment and they you know you have to meet the weight before you what can is get the on. weight limit for that do you know i want to say it was like 250 okay or something like that yeah but you know so between that and between going like um zip lining you oh, know yeah. things like that i've never done anything like that before right yeah we went to gatlinburg tennessee with a group of friends and they convinced me to go zip lining. I was like, man, I'm not getting way up there to go <laughs> zip lining. And I actually did it. So, and it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. I would do it again. Very cool. That well, I'll do it again. Zip, but, zip yeah, lining's a lot of fun. That was fun. My wife and I did that over Niagara Falls. Okay. That was pretty cool. Man, I know that was cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's 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 something I may have to look into that. <laughs> yeah. It's not directly over the falls. It's like beside them, but right. you're still looking at the full falls and it's pretty cool. Yeah. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Now, one thing that oh, I had a question, I don't remember what it was now. Um, oh yeah. One thing that a, a lot of people who been that severely overweight or uh, have like some sort of disorder or whatever, they always see themselves as that. Mm. Do you have you changed the way you look at yourself and the way you talk to yourself? Yeah, you have to. You have to. You actually have to see yourself being smaller way before you even get to that point. So I actually saw myself, I'm like, I'm dreaming, but I actually saw myself being 180, 190, you know? Uh, okay. So you have to see it first. Right. You have to vision it first for it to actually happen. And then you just really have to just trust the process. You know, you have to trust the process that, hey, I don't know how long this is going to take, um, but I'm going to continue to drink my gallon of water every day. I'm going to continue to go to the gym and work out, um, you know, and, and just try to to do whatever I can. Slowly but surely, it, it'll, it'll work out. Yeah. Yeah, it'll work out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like that with anything. You always have to trust the process. And mm -hmm. that I think so many people give up before they see the results because it's too hard or they just don't see the results. And they're just like, what's the point? Yeah. Um, and it's like that with anything, not it even is. just working out or your fitness. It could be with like some sort of business venture. It could True. be with starting a podcast. True. I mean, there's things like doing a podcast is very difficult and just trying to get your name out there is difficult. Yeah. But you just got to keep going. That's the thing. You just got to keep going. Show yeah. up every single day. <laughs> I mean, even when it comes to, you know, I'm thinking back now as far as even with education, you know, I'm like, man. So even during that time, I was off, couldn't find work. I went back to school. You know, I was like, okay, eventually this is not going to last forever. Right. You know, let me go back to school. Went back to school, got my master's. And I'm like, okay. Where'd let's, you go to school? Uh, Central Michigan. Oh, nice. Yeah, I went to CMU. So. 
went back to school and uh, completed that course and, and got my master's, man. And, and, you know, it was tough. It was yeah. tough because, again, I'm still on crutches. I'm going to class wow. on crutches, you know. Wow. Um, and I'll never forget, I was taking, I think I took like, a, even at that time, I took like a nutrition class. Oh wow! And I remember one of the uh, one of the professor at that particular time. She was she's no longer there now, but she was even even after class, she was didn't want to say, but again she wanted to say like, "Hey, you need to lose weight," wow. you know. <laughs> so she was putting in so many words, and then she had sent me separate emails that was you know not even. Class related oh my information. Gosh. So I was just like, oh, she's man. just trying to help you out, give you advice. She was, she was trying to, but I don't know. She, in a way, I was like, <laughs> all right, lady, I get you. <laughs> yeah. You so. should reach out to her now. I know, right? Send her one yeah, of books. Send her, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I might, I might have to do that. You I'm should take that. you on there. <laughs> It'd be cool to hear her side of the story and what she thought. Yeah. yeah. I then, mean, I mean, you know, and I'm sure she meant well. I'm sure she meant well. Uh, Cause like I said, I was at my heaviest. Well, I think it, I think it's depressing when you see somebody who's that overweight because you, you wonder like what got them to that point, mm -hmm. what went wrong in your life to where you just became this balloon of a person, huge, you know? Cause man. like, it's, it's so easy to be overweight, especially like, you know, you go through the holidays, you go through some family stress or whatever. It, it's easy to put on weight, mm -hmm. but to allow yourself to get to a certain point, it's like, man, like, what went wrong? What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I, um, I always refer back to this. One of my neighbors, uh, she saw me and she said, Eric, and she sees me now. And so she was like, Eric, when I, I used to see you walk into the mailbox and every time I saw you, it made me cringe. Oof. And I was like, Oh wow. Now I, I, you know, a lot of times, I mean, I speak to all my neighbors, Hey, how you doing? Good morning or whatever. Yeah. But I didn't really know her. And she stopped me one day. And when she said that, she was like, I just want to let you know now that you look great. And when she told me that, I was like, man, so people really do be watching you. Yeah. You know, whatever, yeah. whatever you do, any type of moves you make, whatever they, they really be watching. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, I guarantee you, she probably tells everybody about it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, so just to have that type of uh, positive influence after so long, going down that process of going down the road, you know, yeah. uh, it, it gives other people, gives other people hope. Absolutely. I mean, it gives people hope when they don't see the results and they, they feel like they just want to give up and they hear your story and they see your, the, the, the path that you've taken and they're like, Oh, well, maybe I should trust the process because he's here now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, even at the gym, I, I think about, of course, this is the beginning of the year. So, <laughs> the gym is just like super crowded. Right. Well, actually now it's just starting to taper off a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, man, we're not even in February yet, you know, but um, you can tell January 1st is full. Uh, it's starting to taper off a little bit now. So just to try to keep people motivated. Hey, let's go. You're here now. You know, yeah. the pain, you, you already experienced the pain. Let's get over to this other side. Right. You know? I had a lady on the podcast the other day. She's an owner of Cupies. Um, uh, it's a burger joint here in Lansing. Okay. And uh, she, she was talking. It's by no means healthy whatsoever. Okay. But okay. it's amazing food. No, no, um, no vegetarian, vegan options. They might. They okay. might have something. I don't. Eat, I don't eat vegetarian <laughs> or right, vegan, right. but um, I'm sure they have something. But 
she was talking about how like the first of the year is always difficult because people start eating healthy. They don't come in because they're trying to eat healthier. So, yeah. um, so she has to change her, the way she orders her food, like mm -hmm. the su supply of food. Well then like she said, it's around the 20th, the 23rd, people just start coming in and cheating on their diet oh, yeah. and yeah. start ordering, ordering burgers and hot dogs and all kinds of stuff. That's not healthy whatsoever. And so she's like, yeah, we're back to normal now. Yeah. And you know, it, it doesn't take, but a couple meals, you know, you're like, man, okay, well I'll start on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start again on Monday and Monday never goes, it never comes around. It never comes. It never comes around. That's why so. when I decide I want to do something, I don't, I never say I'm going to start Monday. Right. I'm, I'm going to start today or yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Like, depending, let's go. depending on what it is. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, because if you don't say that you're just going to start doing it, you're just you're not going to do it. You're just, putting off the uh, you're delaying it. Yeah, it, it won't happen. It won't it happen. Won't happen. I've, I've said that to myself so many times. I'm going to start such and such day, such and such time. And, yep. you know, never happen. I, I listened to somebody uh, who's like an Instagram uh, influencer or something talk about how you should use that motivation that you have in that moment mm -hmm. as fire to fuel the, whatever it is that you're inspired to do in that moment. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds about right. Yeah. You know, just to be able to go through and just keep it going. You know, like I said, continue to keep yourself around um, positive individuals. Definitely be in a community of individuals that's trying to reach those goals, reach those positive goals that you're trying to get to. Because there are people that are, that's out here yeah. that's trying to get to certain points, either if it's uh, wealth, health, you know, whatever it is, yep. just trying to reach higher levels. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I think the, the number one thing and you've talked about it in the very beginning of the podcast is getting your mind right. That's yes. the number one thing. That's, that's it, man. I'm telling you, just getting yourself prepared, getting your mind right. Even if you have to just sit like I did for a minute, I never thought I would be off of social media for two years. That's a long time. That's a long time. <laughs> that was a long time for me. I had, I, I used to catch myself driving and I'd be at a light and I, I'm at a light looking at my social media, <laughs> waiting for the light to change, you know? So I had to catch myself. Like, what are you doing here? Right, you know, right. Like why, why are you spending so much time on social media? So I had to pull back. And one of the things that, and even though in my mind, I knew I had to pull back from social media and I'm not telling anybody, you know, be on social media for two years. That's how long it took me. But, um, you know, one of the things that, that got me to that point, I was just like, okay, so once I was off for a week, I was like, okay, let me keep going. And then after that, I watched, I don't know, you may have seen a Netflix series called uh, uh, Social Dilemma. Yeah, that's, that's scary. It was scary, but it was like in my mind, I already knew what they were getting ready to say. Right, I knew some right. of the things that they were talking about. I was like, Oh, this is, this is factual. You you could see it in your behavior, yeah. the way people interact on social media and the way you interact specifically with yourself, like on how, like, cause whenever I'm bored, which yeah. is like all the time you look for like micro dopamine sessions. Yes. And it's just like, give me a little hit, just yep. give me a little hit and you click on Facebook and then you start scrolling and you're getting that dopamine. Yeah. Same thing with Instagram Same and all, everything. So you see that and then you see it in, in, in young kids. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. when it comes to social media a lot of times 
you know, I talk to kids sometime over after the weekend. You come back to school on Monday, and I'm like, oh, what did you guys do? Play video games all weekend. I'm like, man, you got to be kidding me, you know, or either on social media for the entire weekend. I'm not saying anything's wrong with social media, but I'm just saying you have to monitor. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. Well, social media for young people is scary. Just in the fact that um, with the whole bullying thing now yeah. is like when we were kids, like social media, like Facebook was uh, a thing when I was in school. Right. Uh, MySpace. But right. like you didn't have access to it the way we have access to it now. Um, people had towards the end of me being in high school had like smartphones, like an, an yeah. Apple phone or whatever. But like you had to have money to have those kind of things. Right. Right. Now everybody has those. And so if somebody's getting bullied at school, they're also getting bullied at home because it doesn't leave them. And it just continues to go and go and go. And it's like the whole social cred thing. Yep. It's scary for young people. It's scary. Like I said, I see it every day. I see it every day. And just to see so many young kids, I mean, like first grade, you know, some of these first graders and, you know, elementary school students, they see and they hear a lot to where I'm like, I didn't hear about this stuff until I was a teenager. Right. You know, so social media, a lot of that stuff has advanced these kids now to where, you know, it's like, man, you know, the the thought process is, is advanced. Right. You know, and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing as far as the way, like the, like the amount of information that they're, they have access to and like the, because like i'm just gonna say like my kids my my daughter's nine and she's a lot smarter than i was when i was nine okay like she knows a lot more like random facts and things about just the world and the way life is because of just watching youtube videos yeah Yeah. she'd be like dad did you know this i'm like how did you know that oh i seen on youtube and it's like is that positive or is that negative and i think it the, the answer to that is i think it depends on like what what kind of content they're watching and what they're absorbing oh true you know and it's just scary because you don't know what content they're watching. Yeah, you don't. Or absorbing. And that's why I said, you know, things, there's nothing wrong with social media. You just have to monitor. Right. You know, which lane do you want to go down? Which lane do you want? And then even with COVID, I mean, you know, so I'm thinking as far as school is concerned, you know, there was a a distance between, uh, you know, the the teachers and the the kids and just having that social interaction. Yeah. It made a huge difference. Were you a teacher during that time? I was. What was that like? It was tough. It was tough because we're doing online. Yeah. You know, mostly online classes and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was a little tough. Yeah, that was, uh, my daughter had just started uh, kindergarten at that time. And I'm like, man, this is, like, it was so hard for her because it was her first interaction with being in school and it had, she had to start online. Yeah. And it just, it, it, it's not normal for any kids to have to do school that way. Yeah. I mean, cause you know, they need that, they need that social, they need to see their friends. Yeah. So even like first thing in the mornings, you know, you, you don't really try to press the kids as far as having everything structured. Let them kind of mix and mingle for a little bit, you know, right. Kind of go in slow yeah. into the classroom, slow a little bit so they can feel a little bit freer. And then, you know, they will react to you much better. Have you noticed anything with like COVID and coming back from COVID, like the um, social like anxiety or anything like that, like with the students? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, you know, you see it every day to where students will um, just the way that they react to one another. I see 
a lot of anger. Mm. You know, I see a lot of anger. And I also see where sometimes kids just don't know how to play. Like, whatever happened to, I mean, I remember growing <laughs> up, like, okay, you know, we used to have our arguments and stuff growing up as kids or whatever, but we still knew how to play as kids. Right. You know, a lot of times what I've seen is kids just don't know how to know how to play. You know, if you if you're in gym for an hour, I don't need to see two and three fights within <laughs> an hour's time, you know. So uh you know, you you try to, like I said, just try to be that positive influence to make sure that they go down that right path. Right. You know, there's always yeah. gonna be some type of uh issue, some type of hiccup maybe at home or whatever. You never know what the home life is. Right. So when yeah. you come to school, you want to try to make sure that you have that. That's why I go to the gym in the morning before I come. <laughs> yeah. Before I, before I come to work, I'm, I'm at the gym. I'm, I'm getting the energy going. Yep. So I need that for myself first. Right. So I can pass it along. Yeah. I mean, you have to have your mind right in yes. order for the kids to be re receptive of anything that you're teaching them. Right. Yes. I mean, because if they see that you're calm and you're collected and you're you're willing to just be there for them yeah. and you're not focused about any other anything else in life, all the other angst that you have going on, right. then they're more receptive. Exactly. Exactly. And they know. Oh, yeah. Of it, course. Doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't take a rocket sign. These kids are smart, man. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty smart. They 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 know how to pick up on things. I was just thinking the other day, I work at GM. Okay. And um, so we had a, a like a substitute boss. Okay. And <laughs> it was kind of comical to me because it reminded me of when we were in high school when we had a substitute teacher. Okay. Everybody, all the kids would take a complete advantage of the fact that sure. we had a substitute. Right. Make fun of him, like just mess around. Right. You knew you could get away with things, and I was witnessing my coworkers doing that to our or substitute boss yeah yeah <laughs> like man it's like we're it in doesn't change it doesn't change <laughs> it doesn't change you're talking about from high school to you know being in your career it right change. no it does not it no. doesn't change no a lot of things that um happen in like school is it, it's kind of interesting to watch happen in adulthood yeah it's like it the mentality of a lot of that's the same and like the i don't know it's interesting yeah that is interesting <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, so you wrote this book. How long did it take you to write the uh the wait is over? It took forever. No. <laughs> <laughs> and as you can see, it's not a big book, but uh one of the things that took me so long because you go, you have to really sit down and you have to think. And a lot of times it took me down some dark paths, and I'm like, man, so you start writing, you know, and you you're typing some things in and then you stop. And they say, you know, it's like 10 days later, you know, and it's like, oh, oh, man, okay, I need to pick this thing back up again. But, um, yeah, so it took a little bit longer than expected, but I am starting to work on uh, book number two. So Really? Yeah. Now, when you sat down to write the book, what was your process like? Did you take notes? Yeah, well, I, I took quite a few notes. Um, I wanted to go back to my early childhood. Uh, that's pretty much where I kind of started everything. Um, but yeah, from that process, just took a lot of notes. Uh, it just went back from my notes and just, you know, continue to move forward and, and write. And then, like I said, you start, you stop, you start, you stop, and you start thinking of other things. And you're like, oh, okay, I can put this in here. This is what happened, you know, during this time period or during this era. Um, you know, as I was growing up as a kid, I was always into sports. Mm. So, you know, you, I, I definitely included 
you know, uh, the Detroit Tigers. I was a big baseball fan. So, uh, you know, just different things that you think about during during that process of, of writing a book. So, yeah, it was it was it was longer than expected, but I'm glad it was done because it's been a blessing to not just myself, but for others to read it as well. I could imagine. Yeah. 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 I mean. That and the, I mean again that the 550 pounds lose over that losing over 550 pounds is an insane thing to do. Yeah, man, I feel great it, though. That's like uh, three of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's uh you know like I said it was it was a process, but I'm just glad that I was able to go through that pain because it was painful. Yeah, to go through that pain and just to come out on the other side to be able to do things that I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's got to be like almost like you're a different person. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. You know, um, mentally, physically, spiritually, you know, you just feel totally different. You know, did you feel like you lost your identity a little bit and like you had to kind of rediscover who you were as a person? I did. Um, you know, just always, I've always been like that kind of energetic type of person. So but when you're going through, when you're going through, you're going through. It's <laughs> tough, man. You you just you don't have that energy. You know you don't have that energy. You you're depressed the majority mm. of the time. Uh, just that pain. You know the pain, and like I said, both knees had to be replaced, left hip, then they had to go back in. Was that due to the weight? That was due to the weight. Wow. Yeah, just so much pressure being on my joints, and um, they had to go back in for emergency surgery because oh. I had an infection. Oh my gosh. Uh, so it was just a lot. It was a lot, but I was, I'm, I'm thankful to be able to get through that and, um, you know, been able to be able to share ever since then. That's awesome. So what is your, what is your goal with sharing your story? Obviously you're doing podcasts, yeah. you've done a couple of podcasts and then, um, you wrote a book and you do public speaking. Yeah. Where, where do you do your public speaking at? What um, kind of events? Well, right now I really, I'm really trying to get into more universities. Okay. Um, uh, really trying to get into more universities and then also to, uh, to just to be able to speak to those who are even thinking about going through either some type of uh, surgery to go through that surgery and just to get them to think, cause it took me two or three years just to make that decision. Wow. Yeah. Cause um, you know, it wasn't an easy decision. Like I said, and you want to make sure that you're doing it with the right person. Yeah. That person has the right spirit. Like, Hey, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like this is my life. Right. And that's how I had to think about it. I'm like, this is, I was at that point to where either I'm going to live, I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm I'm to die. I mean, you know, I'm like five foot eight, huh. yeah. 500 and something pounds, you know, that's a lot of weight. Yeah. It's a lot of weight. So, um, prior to having the surgery, did you have anybody talk to you about like your heart condition or being concerned about any of your organs or anything well, like that? The, the good, the good news was, um, <clears throat> even though I was on blood pressure medicine, I was on blood pressure medicine, but I wasn't diabetic. Mm, so, wow. Yeah, I know. Right. That <laughs> was, that was good. So, I mean, you know, of course I continuously, uh, went to my doctor regularly. I had to, you know, just to make sure that, um, even with the, with the high blood pressure, you know, I was like on five different blood pressure medicine. Wow. And, um, so just to have that cut down to like a half a tablet wow. you know, a day is, you know, it just feels, it feels great. It feels wow. great. I mean, cause even with that being said, 
when you're taking all those different types of medications, you don't feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't feel the same as an individual. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're almost reliant on, yeah. on those things. Yeah. And then I had, you know, going through the whole sleep apnea. Uh, I think I slept on the couch for like two years. I wore a CPAP machine, you know, so it was, it was tough. It was so tough. I wanted to pull up your website. Okay. Um, this is your website where people can buy your book, correct? That's correct. Wow. That's you. That's me, man. Yeah. And even right there on that picture, I was on crutches. I think I had set the crutches to the side. Cause I never liked okay. to take, I never liked to take pictures with crutches. Yeah. I just, I really didn't like to take pictures at all. Uh, but yeah, even that one, the crutches were set on the side. And even when I graduated uh, from my master's, we were taking pictures and those crutches were like on, on the ground. <laughs> I didn't want, I didn't want people, cause I didn't want people to think that, you know, man, you know, I feel bad for them, you know? Yeah. It's like so, a, sim it's like a, it symbolizes something. Right. Right. So yeah, that's me. That's me, man. That is and even just crazy. looking, looking at the picture, you know, it, in your mind, you know, you still think like, man, this is uh does it look like, does it feel like you're looking at a different person? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, it does. It does. You know, you try wow. to be energetic and you try to do things that are different and, uh, it, it was, it was, it was tough, man. It was tough. It was tough getting in and out of the car, you know, I could imagine. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, dude, you look great. Oh man. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm still trying to get to, to a certain point to, to where I can continue on. Like I said, just really just trying to move on, move forward, keep it moving. Yeah. Keep it to where I can stay at a point to maintaining and maintaining in a, in a positive way. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, now, what is your goals now? Like, I mean, obviously your goal was to lose, shed the weight. <clears throat> you shed the weight. So what is your goal now? Obviously you're maintaining. So are you, do you want to like, do you have any aspirations to do anything like crazy, like a marathon or. Well, I've done like some five K's. I haven't done a marathon. Okay. I've done a few five K's. Um, trying to hit the weights a little bit. You yeah. Know? So yeah, I've been doing that a little bit more. So what does your uh, workout routine look like? Um, usually my workout routine starts like the elliptical for a few minutes, uh, do the elliptical. Then I do the, the ropes for a little bit, um, uh, do some weights and then I do the track. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's my normal everyday routine. Now on Saturdays I do, I swim. Okay. So I swim first thing uh, Saturday morning and uh, make sure I get that done. Yeah. And then which of that part has been pretty fun too, you know, get because I, I grew up swimming. Okay. Yeah. And then I stopped. And so just getting back into that. Is swimming kinda, is such good exercise. It is. I mean, it's easy on your joints and it's, I mean, it's better than a lot of cardio, yeah. <laughs> other cardio that you could possibly do. Yeah, it is. I need to start doing a little bit more. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could swim for a, a, an extended period of time without being winded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 work. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot, a lot of, work. of work. It's a lot of work, but you know, like I said, it it doesn't put a lot of pressure right on your joints, which is good. Yeah. yeah. Have you uh, done anything like sauna or cold plunge or anything like that? Uh no. I mean, you know, as far as like in the gym, they have like a sauna that you just kind of sit in. Yeah. 
but yeah, that's that's pretty much my the extent of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was just curious because I'm actually working on a cold plunge right now. Okay. Like, I'm building a cold plunge, and uh, <laughs> wow, wow. I, I want I, what I want is it to be a part of the, an experience to do the podcast. Okay. So like people like yourself can come do a cold plunge, oh, maybe maybe have a gym here too, so we okay. could work out and then do a podcast together. Now that would be sweet. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, that would be fun. One thing I realize, um. And, and this this can apply to anybody. You don't have to do a podcast, but like when you do something difficult with somebody, you build this bond. Right. It's it's crazy. You build a bond, and it's like a almost like a like a brotherhood or a sisterhood, whatever whoever it is. Right. And it develops some sort of relationship. It, yeah, it's true. Because it, I I've done runs with people before. Um, and then we did the podcast, and I'm like, man, this is like you have this bond now because yeah. you struggle together. Man, yeah. And I would be. love to do that for the podcast. Like, yeah, that would be sweet. Whatever you do, let me know. I, I'll let. I, yeah, I you'll come, come back. back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty cool though. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. I think. Yeah. Um, I had a guy who uh, he this was like over a year ago. He came from Wisconsin hmm. to do the podcast. Okay. Um, but I met him at an, an event I had went to, and he wanted to do my podcast, so he came for the weekend. And with him, like we ended up hanging out for the day. We went to the park, walked around the trail, um, had lunch, okay. breakfast, whatever. We hung out and then we we did workouts together every single day. And then we ended up doing the podcast. And it was just a completely different vibe. Oh, wow. It's just like because we know each other at this point. Now we're just like, let's get into the nitty gritty of your story. Right, right. I don't know. It's it was interesting yeah yeah i mean when you bond together especially when you're doing you guys are both on that same page yeah it does it creates a bond absolutely it does it it does it creates a bond to where you can hey we friends now we we you know this, <laughs> we've been down this road so let's right let's keep it let's keep it growing well it's that community yeah absolutely it's that community and he said something to me too like when we were out running one day i was like man i wish i could do this with every guest mm. and he's like why not i'm just like Nah, that's not realistic. Right, right. But then I'm like, why not? Why shouldn't I do that with every guest? That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. So yeah. That, so that definitely lets me know I need to come back. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're writing a second book. So what is the second book about? Man, the second book is really going to be more so of a follow-up from this book. Just kind of give you an update from that point to where I left off to what's going on now. Things okay. like, you know, doing the podcast, things like doing uh, different events speaking speaking events um things of that nature so that's where i am now one thing i would be interested to read and i don't know if you talk about i'm sure you talk about it in your book um but is like maintaining the mindset because yes, like yes i feel like um i feel like that's got to be the most difficult thing for somebody who uh had had like i don't know if it, you had like an eating disorder but like maintaining the mindset of not falling back into the path the pattern that you had been in and obviously a lot of that you know uh, is because of your dedication to fitness and yeah. um, not wanting to go back. But it's like, how do you maintain that? Yeah, you really have to, like I said, you have to be in that community of, of individuals that will uh, keep you motivated. And you have to, you have to stay consistent. You have to stay consistent. You have to literally, like I said, be in that community to where you know, hey, this is what I'm going to do. This is my daily routine. And this is what I'm going to stick with, especially if it's working. Mm -hmm. You know, it's working. Other yeah. people know that it's working. You know, might, might as well just stick with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just being in, being that 
in that community involved, um, being able to speak on, on things that, 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 you know, things that you've been through other people speaking things that they've been through, Yeah, you know, so yeah, you have to stay involved in, in, you know, in that manner. Do you have uh, any aspirations to like do a podcast yourself? I do. <laughs> so when we talked before air, that was one of the things that has crossed my mind. Um, actually, a few times I've actually had other people tell me, look, you need to go ahead and start one. You should. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to tell you next. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm about to take you up on it. So when I do start mine, then I have you on mine. Absolutely. All right. All right yeah. Cool. No, we'll actually have to talk because. Yeah. I know a, a lot of people who uh, want to do a podcast or are starting a podcast. And I'm like, we need to like somehow develop like a network yeah. of like for us podcasters, us creators to be able to help promote each other and just like grow and like, I don't know. Cause like, we're not competing against each other. We're right. doing our own thing. Right. But it's like, how do you, how do we help each other? Mm. Like find guests and um, promote all these things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I definitely would love to mm. venture off into that. You know, what would you call it? Or you probably shouldn't say yeah, somebody might steal not it. Yet, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> would it be uh, like, like this type of topic? Yeah. Like, it would, it would definitely be based off of, uh, you know, just a continuation part of okay. what is over. Yeah. Cool. And like interview style, interview style. Yeah. Very so, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited to see your journey, man. Uh, I mean, this this is already incredible. It's more than what a lot of people accomplish in life, man. And that's it's inspiring. Yeah, thank you so much, man. It's it's been it's been a blessing. It's really been really good too, man. When you see, uh, again, like I said, you see other people, and then you get the you know the the, the Mary Lavonia. She came out to support, wow. you know, and just to see people of you know they just people that you wouldn't even think. That will come out and, and and support, you know your your dream. Yeah, you know is 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 pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's amazing what happens when you decide that I'm I'm fed up and then I'm going to not be that person anymore and I'm just going to do this. That's right. That's right. And, and then, then when you just cut everything off, like I don't care what anybody says about me. I don't care if I continue to get the stairs or whatever. I'm just going to keep moving forward. Yep. You know, so when you get to that point in your life and your back is against the wall, that's when you uh, that's when you step up. Well, I mean, and especially like for somebody who's like that overweight and then you're in the gym and you're getting those stares. Oh, yeah. It's like people are staring because they're I mean, maybe they're judging you, but eventually those judge those judgment looks are going to become looks of like impressed. Like Those people are going to be impressed. You know, they're going to pro probably come up to you and be like, dude, I've been watching yeah. you like this is amazing. It's funny that you say that because I remember when I first got on the track and people used to pass me up. It would be they, they would pass me up three, four times, and I'm only just getting one lap in, <laughs> you know. And I look at the same people now, and I've, as a matter of fact, I had a guy just tell me a couple of days ago. He was like, "I can't even keep up with you," <laughs> you know. So <laughs> I, I can't even keep up with you, and I'm like, man, you know, hey. But you know, like I said, you get around people like that every day. And you get into that routine and yeah. people are, they're, they're watching you and they're inspiring me and I'm inspiring them at the same time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that goes again back to the community that you mentioned. You have to have a community yes. no matter what it is and whatever your goal is, you have to find somebody or find people in that community that are willing to help inspire and keep you moving That's true. and set goals, set goals. Yeah. You definitely have to set the goals and, 
set them, you know, set them high. Right. Set them high. So you can, you know, reach those goals and, and go on to another goal. You right. Know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to mention on the podcast? Man, you know, I definitely appreciate this this time. And I'm Absolutely. looking forward to coming back and to venture off into another podcast so I can have you on. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, man. If you if you need help with anything, just let yeah. me know. I mean, I'm I'm I try to help people as much as I can. So Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna take you up on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so hopefully the next time you come back, your second book will be out and then yes. you would have started a podcast. Hey my goal for you <laughs> all right, all right. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna shoot for it i'm gonna shoot for that goal all right awesome man well thanks again for doing the podcast it was a lot of fun yeah it was it was i appreciate you thank you so much absolutely man take care all right